Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Joseph, your host of the Premium Picks Podcast. Let's just get right into this episode. We are talking on January 22nd, 2021. Let's first look at our four picks from yesterday, starting with the Lakers money line. So the Lakers were playing the Bucks. They were two-point underdogs, and we took their money line. They ended up winning that game 113-106. to The shooting in that game... The Lakers shot 47% from the field, 51% from three. The Bucks were at 51% from the field and 32% from three. This was a pretty close game throughout. I think the biggest lead in the game was a 12-point lead, and it didn't last very long. But the Lakers did lead for most of the game. They had a slight lead for most of the game. So I was looking at this. I felt pretty good throughout. The game was going the way that I thought it should go. The Lakers did shoot pretty well. 51% from three is very good, but I think this game went just about how I expected it to go. The Bucks didn't show up in another big moment. Classic Bucks, and the Lakers showed why they are the best team in the league, and we get a win with that one. Our second pick, we had the Pelicans plus seven and a half against the Jazz. This was our one loss of the day. The final score of this game was 118-129. The Jazz won. We lose this by only three and a half points. The shooting in this game, the Pelicans were at 49% from the field, 44% from three. The Jazz were at 50% from the field and 44% from three as well. The one stat that I said that we needed to look at for this game was the rebounds, and the Pelicans did actually out-rebound the Jazz by two, which is more... What should happen than the 16 that the Jazz out-rebounded them by in the last game? So this was a pretty frustrating game to be following. The Pelicans in the first half had a 16-point lead. They were up 50-34 to pretty shortly into the second quarter. And then somehow found themselves down one at halftime. And then in the third quarter, they were up by one. Then the Jazz went on a 21-2 run to lead by 19. So this was... Everyone always says that basketball is a game of runs, so you have to expect these things, but these were two pretty ridiculous runs for the Jazz to go on and really unfortunate for the Pelicans. I don't feel good about where this team is at mentally. I don't think they're very mentally strong. I don't think they can defend. I don't think they can get a bucket when they need it. I certainly don't trust Brandon Ingram when he's the one running the offense, and... It's really frustrating because both of these games that they played against the Jazz, the model had them covering if they had just played the way that they should play. But in both games, they were unable to. They lose both the covers by small amounts. The first one by more. This one was a little closer. And it's just really frustrating because they absolutely should have covered this game. They should have won this game. They shouldn't have just covered and giving up a 21-2 run in the third quarter when you're leading in a game is embarrassing, and it was really bad. And that was our one loss of the day, and they still almost won. Moving on to our third and fourth picks, which were in the Knicks-Warriors game. We had the Knicks to cover 5.5 points and the game to go over 214.5. Final score of this game was 119-104. to The Knicks won, so they didn't just cover they outright won the game, and the over won by 8.5 points. The shooting in this game, the Knicks shot 46% from the field, 46% from three. The Warriors were at 38% from the field and 24% from three. So the Warriors didn't have a very good shooting night, 
but this is kind of what we expected from them coming off a of back-to-back. A lot of times when teams play in back-to-backs, they don't come out as sharp in the second game, and they end up having a bad shooting night, which is why we ended up picking the Knicks. I was nervous to pick the Knicks because it's the Knicks versus the Warriors, but we did it and we won. We win both of these bets. One story from this game is that Draymond got ejected in the first half due to a really bad call. He was yelling at his own teammate, and the ref interpreted this as him yelling at the referee, which was strange, and... The Knicks were already leading at this point, but I think anyone would agree that Draymond being in the game helps the Warriors' chances to win, but this game was never really close. The Knicks held a pretty comfortable lead for pretty much the entire second half. The only thing that was close and in danger was the over 214 and a half. It seemed in danger in the fourth quarter, but then the scoring really picked up. Uh, The Knicks were in the bonus with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, which was really helpful because they ended up getting to shoot a lot of foul shots. But ultimately, it would have been a really bad beat if this did go under because there were 71 first quarter points. So we were already a third of the way there after one quarter. And then second, third quarter, we're really low scoring. And then we got 58 in the fourth to go over by eight and a half. So we only needed 50 to go over, which is about an it's a below average quarter, but yeah, that's that's how we won both of those bets and finished yesterday with a 3-1 and one record, a good bounce back from two days ago. And now we're looking to continue that into today where we have six picks. I believe that there are 11 games today. Yeah, there's 11 games today and we have six picks for those. So let's get right into those. The first one we're looking at is the Hornets minus two and a half against the Bulls. The Hornets haven't played in six days, so they have great rest. They might get Zeller back, which is going to be a big improvement over Biombo. And they've lost three straight games, but they've been to good teams and they've been pretty close games. Two of those came to the Raptors. I think they lost both of those games by three points. So they've been playing well. They just haven't gotten the win and a lot of times when you see a team go on a losing streak like this where they're playing good basketball but they just haven't won the next game they come out and they win the game Uh, the Bulls have also been playing pretty good but they've played two straight depleted teams they have they've played the Rockets and the Mavericks without a lot of their guys and for that reason I put a little less stock into those games even though they've been good wins for them but the Bulls also might be without Wendell Carter Jr., who is their center. So if the Hornets get their center, their starting center coming back, and the Bulls lose theirs in this game, that'll be a matchup that favors the Hornets. I ultimately just think that the Hornets are a better team. I think that they should win this game by at least three points, so we're going to take the minus two and a half. Our model has this at a 77% chance to win. The second pick of the day is the Pistons minus two and a half against the Rockets. Now the Rockets, the important part of this game is that the Rockets are going to be without Christian Wood. They're still without John Wall. So this is just a depleted team. They've been playing decently recently and staying in decently recently. They've been staying in some games with some decent teams because of Christian Wood. The guy's been a monster little baby Anthony Davis, I've heard him called. But without him, I just don't see this team having nearly enough to to win a game. 
even against the Pistons. The Pistons haven't been good, but they've actually been playing pretty well as of late. They just blew a game their last time out against the Hawks, where they led by 14 with under five minutes left. So they got to be feeling bad about that. They got to be wanting to get back out on the court and prove that that was a mistake, that they're better than that. They have, I believe, the worst record in the NBA, but they've been frisky. They've been playing in some tight games, and I think that they beat this Rockets team tonight. The injuries really dictate how I think this game will go. Our model has this at 82% chance to win. The third pick of the night is going to be the Pacers and the Magic to go over 217.5. This may seem like a strange pick because the Magic have just played in two straight games that went well under 200 total points, but the Pacers have actually played two straight games that have gone well over 230 total points. So... The combination of these two things will be interesting to see. Um, I expect it to go over the 217, though. This is a pretty low line, and the another important part of this game is that the Magic just got back Evan Fournier, who's a great offensive player, not a great defensive player. So he's, what, he's a lot of what they've been missing on the offensive end recently, so getting him back will help their offense be better, and yeah, that, that should help the scoring in this game. Ultimately, to me, this game feels like a game that both teams need to win. They're both kind of, the Pacers are on a two-game losing streak after a really good start. The Magic are 7-8. and eight. They're looking to get into the playoff picture. So for both teams, this is really important to kind of either the Magic get back to 500 or the Pacers kind of reestablish themselves as we could be a top four team in the East. So for that reason, it should be a pretty competitive game, and I expect enough scoring to get over the 217 and a half our model has this as a 83 percent chance to win our fourth and fifth picks of the night come from the same game the raptors in the heat game we have the raptors minus two and a half as well as the game to go under 221 and a half these two teams played two days ago and the Heat won that game, 111-102. to 102. This feels like one of those back-to-back series where they will split. I know I said that about the Jazz and the Pelicans yesterday, but the Raptors and the Heat are way more comparable teams than the Jazz and the Pelicans. So I think that the Raptors take this one after dropping the first game of the back-to-back. Um, the Raptors could be without Lowry, but Lowry was really bad last game, so that actually might not be a terrible thing to have Fred VanVleet taking more of the shots doing more of the facilitating, Lowry might go, and ultimately playing with Lowry is probably better than playing without Lowry, but I, either way, I plugged it both into the model, and it likes the Raptors minus two and a half, regardless in this game. The Raptors have won three of their last four games, the one loss coming in their last game, and they're looking to get their season back on track. They're five and nine right now, which is a really bad record, but They lost a lot of close games early in the season. They've had some injury issues. They've had different stuff going on. They actually haven't had injury issues, which is kind of concerning, but they've had a lot of stuff going on, and I think that they need to win this game to continue getting back on track. This is a team that should make the playoffs. I'm sure they view themselves as a playoff team, and this is a game that they need to win. They can't drop two straight to the heat without Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero. So our model has the Raptors spread as an 86% chance to win. 
Now moving on to the under. Last game, like I said, was 111 to 102. So that game was 213 total points, which is eight and a half under this line. And in that game, both teams actually shot pretty decently. So that indicates to me that the pace was really slow. They shot pretty well, and they still didn't get to the over-under. I remember that was the one game that we won that one day. And we're going to go right back to it, uh, especially because we think the Raptors are going to win this game. The Raptors, like I've talked about, are a pretty slow-paced team. So in a game where they're expected to win, to dominate the pace, to be in control of the game, I expect this game to be just as slow as the last. And unless they both are on fire, I think that this game goes under 221.5. Our model has the under as an 89% chance to win. Now, our final pick of the day is going to be the Mavericks minus 2.5 against the Spurs. For me, while I'm looking at in this game, Dallas has the two best players in the game, Luka and Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis is in his third or fourth game back since missing the first part of the season, so he's getting more comfortable. Luka's getting more... I mean, Luka's been comfortable. Luka's the MVP frontrunner right now. But the other important thing with the Mavericks is they've had a lot of guys out. They've missed Dwight Powell. They've missed Josh Richardson. They've missed Maxi Kleba. But those guys have now been out for about five games straight, so they're getting more comfortable with the guys that they are running out in these games. So for that reason, I think that the Mavericks are going to be pretty comfortable in this game, and they should win because they're the better team than the Spurs. The Spurs just got blown out by the Warriors, and they shot really bad, which indicates that they'll probably, they'll definitely shoot better this game than they did in that game. I don't know if it'll be enough to overcome the Mavericks, though. And for that reason, we're taking the Mavericks minus two and a half. This is the model's favorite game of the day. It has it at a 94% chance to win. So with that, those are our six picks for the day. Let's keep keep it rolling. Let's build off of that three in one day yesterday. And with that, I'll talk to you all later.